Welcome to the Be Rad Podcast. It's Brad Kearns. These are our sponsors. Male Optimization Formula with Organs. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. Perfect Keto Ketone Supplements. Carol Fit Stationary Bike. Organifi Superfood. Viore Clothing. And Let's Get Check.com Home Testing. And please visit the bradkearns.com shop page for my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance with great discounts offers and now here we go with the show mofo people don't realize that if you wear glasses it affects your posture it affects how you walk how you look your social behavior it's an extremely integral part of our existence and bad eyesight has been associated with things like depression anxiety inhibited physical performance obviously when you're talking about athletics so you have this baseline eyesight And then what you can do for fun and for complete amazing revelation is test again after you've been stuck to a screen for three hours straight. And you will find that your eyesight is worsened from your baseline because of that uh, spasm of the ciliary muscle. Just having that idea in the back of your head that you can improve your vision by challenging your eyes now and then, rather than just accepting these glasses at the rest of your life, this can be a really empowering and a cool deal. A little bit of blur in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. Yes, we're going to talk about getting a little bit of blur in your life. Welcome to this interesting breather show inspired by my previous interview with Jake Steiner, the founder of endmyopia.org. So I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that show about his amazing movement to cure far-sightedness, myopia, get rid of those reading and computer glasses once and for all. And Jake has cured his own uh, extreme myopia over the past decades with a novel strategy to challenge his eyesight rather than throw those glasses on and basically put your eyes into a cast-type situation where uh, the muscles atrophy and you become progressively more reliant upon corrective vision for the rest of your life. So um, inspired to do this recording because I just had a, a small group uh, meeting with Jake where he gave some more insights and tips and ideas for you to get started right away down this fascinating road of improving your eyesight naturally. Uh, Luke Story is also part of the group, the host of the Life Stylist podcast, who's doing a great job with that show. He's really into manifesting and uh, creating the lifestyle of his dreams and his visions. And one of the things he's put on his manifesting list is he's going to manifest better eyesight and he is going to go to town with that you can bet so it's really exciting to be connected with these guys and share this common goal this amazing goal of becoming progressively less reliant upon your corrective lenses and actually seeing some improvement uh, one quarter diopter at a time over time if you want to commit to this strategy Uh, but you have to do it the right way and uh, Jake is very strongly emphasizing a gentle, 
progressive, comfortable approach, not something that's going to be unsustainable or too daunting or uh, unsuccessful. So after our podcast, which was recorded on August 25th, and it aired on November 3rd, uh, on August 25th, I said, that's it. I am getting rid of these glasses. And I went cold turkey and just decided to uh, try to read the screen uh, without my constant use of the reading glasses. I also put away my distance vision lenses because I don't really need either one uh, to the extreme. So I definitely want to qualify that, that my corrections are relatively minor. And I had the chance to try this out uh, without being uh, too crazy. Uh, but what I did was I increased the zoom size on my screen of all the writing. So instead of glasses, I just uh, you know went to 110, 115, 120% uh, using the various programs to make things a little bigger and more easy to read. Uh, so Jake actually does not advocate a cold turkey approach like the one I tried, but instead taking a much more gradual approach where you put your glasses aside for short periods of time and then use them as needed or when you feel the slightest bit of eye strain or perhaps getting a pair of corrective lenses that's slightly uh, off your actual prescription. So a little bit less correction than you actually need and maybe rotating those in and out with your regular pair of glasses. Uh, but again, listen to the full show because Jake talks a lot about the scientific rationale to second guess this entire premise of the optometry industry, uh, which is the lifelong dependency on reading glasses and thinking that just because you're getting older, your eyes are getting worse and worse. So Jake offers the compelling argument that your eyes are just fine right now, but what's happening is they're being traumatized by our propensity these days to focus on close objects intently for long periods of time without a break. And the computer screen is bad enough. Uh, and I've been doing that for decades, right? But in recent times, we've become more and more reliant upon mobile devices, which have even smaller writing and imagery requiring more intent, focus, and they're even closer uh, to the eyes. So what happens when you are focusing like this, when you are working with your phone and blasting up your text messages or scrolling through your social media feed? You are putting your ciliary muscle into spasm with an extended focus on this screen without interruption. And so when this eye spasms, the technical scientific term for it is pseudomyopia. It's not real myopia. It's, it's uh, effective myopia because you are in this muscle spasm. So uh, when you relax the muscle, by looking at distant objects where the eyes are allowed to take in the scenery of the beautiful mountains on your hike or at the beach looking over the ocean. You're not uh, tensing, you're not spasming that ciliary muscle. The muscles relax. And guess what? Amazingly, you no longer have myopia or you no longer have as severe a case of myopia. So one of the things we talked about in the previous show was testing this in real time so that you can have some direct quantifiable feedback that you are 
ruining your eyesight by what you're doing rather than stepping up to the plate with bad eyes or progressively worsening eyes uh, as the decades go by. And what he means by that is uh, I actually printed out uh, an eye chart off the internet and put it on my wall and then uh, did my eye test to the point where the final line uh, appeared blurry. So I kept backing up, backing up, backing up until I got to that blur point. And then I put some tape on the ground. And so that would be, let's say, my reference point. And you want to do this test at the same time of day, same lighting conditions, uh, let's say uh, early in the morning when the natural light is shining in and you don't have to worry about artificial light or any uh, variables there. So you have this baseline eyesight. And then what you can do for fun and for complete amazing revelation is test again after you've been stuck to a screen for three hours straight. And you will find that your eyesight is worsened from your baseline because of that uh, spasm of the ciliary muscle. And then if you come back from, let's say, a prolonged outdoor excursion where you went on a hike, you were uh, allowing your ciliary muscle to relax and just take in the scenery, uh, the eye is no longer in spasm. And by the way, it takes a long time to unwind uh, and, and get that muscle to relax. So we hear about taking these brief breaks from the screen, uh, the 20-20-20, the optometrist recommend, which is every 20 minutes looking at an object 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Uh, but Jake explains that it takes much longer for the spasm to go away. So that doesn't really help. I'm sure it's not a bad thing to do, but what you really might want to do with your workday is if you insist upon working for long periods of time without a break, hey, I know work's got to get done, uh, but take lengthy breaks because it takes maybe a half an hour for the spasm to go away and for you to regain uh, optimal uh, visual ability and so uh, back to the eye chart on the wall and the test, if you come back in from uh, a long outdoor excursion, you're going to find your eyesight is vastly superior to, let's say, performing a test uh, while you just finished uh, working, looking at a screen for three hours straight. And so with that insight in mind, you can see that the, uh, the damage to the eyesight is because of our behaviors rather than, uh, you know, a, a, a fixed um, medical diagnosis that you are now uh, plus 2.0 uh, because you uh, are now 45 years old and when you were 35 you were plus 1.0. That kind of thinking can be tossed in the garbage can and we can try to optimize our lifestyle and our eye behavior uh, to understand the difference between pseudomyopia instead of thinking that we have real myopia. And that's farsightedness, inability to see clearly uh, at close up. Okay, so if you instead go the traditional route of getting your prescription and using those things all the time, uh, what the eyeglasses are doing, besides making you see perfectly, they are putting that muscle into prolonged spasm and you don't have to uh, worry about it or work at it, right? It's just going into spasm and thereby atrophying over time such that you're going to need a better correction every couple of years, every five years, whenever your prescription changes. You're just weakening the eye muscle because the eyeglasses act much like a cast for a joint where you take the cast off and your, um, your forearm or your uh, lower leg has withered away, right? So if you're interested in doing a little bit of blur of trying to uh, overcome this naturally, uh, continue to listen. If you just want to put your eyes in a cast and uh, 
have that correction, not worry about it. That's another way to go. But of course, we know that this is a, um, a slippery slope downward. And Jake makes some interesting arguments backed by research that uh, bad eyesight has more wide-ranging effects on our health than we uh, previously believe. Quote from Jake, people don't realize that if you wear glasses, it affects your posture, it affects how you walk, how you look, your social behavior. It's an extremely integral part of our existence, and bad eyesight has been associated with things like depression, anxiety, inhibited physical performance, obviously, when you're talking about athletics or something where you your visual acuity is very important. I don't know if you've uh, heard that stat of about the average eyesight of the major league baseball player is something crazy like 2015. In other words, these guys make it to the bigs because they got big muscles and good skills out on the field, but also because they have, as a group, exceptional eyesight. And personally, I feel like there's a sense of empowerment where you don't have to be uh, reliant upon these crutches. Oh my gosh, I think I took a picture for social media when I first ditched my glasses with this experiment. And I realized that, uh, let's see, I had like four different pairs of reading glasses stashed around at the different places where I spend time in my travel bag. I have three pairs of distance vision glasses. One, of course, is in my car because how can I be caught driving at night without these glasses? Another one in my travel bag, another one in my home. And so these seven pairs of glasses are floating around in my life, and I'm constantly having to look for them, find them, put them on. Uh, but wouldn't it feel great if I didn't have to uh, be beholden to these things? And in my case, just uh, upping the zoom size on the screen uh, was a big help, and I was able to carry on. But again, if you have really um, heavy correction, maybe you can just try this progressive approach where you uh, bring in a little bit of blur into your uh, daily experience. And when things are a little bit unclear, that what's happening is you are uh, challenging your eye to focus and thereby strengthening it. Emphasis here is on a little bit because you don't want a lot of blur. It's going to be uh, too traumatizing. It could maybe give you a headache, could affect your work performance, right? And then uh, most importantly, you'll probably give up over time if you do something that's too uncomfortable and unsustainable. So baby steps is the big deal. Number one is strive for a little bit of blur. Number two is take these baby steps and uh, take off your glasses for a short period of time, put them back on, use that alternative pair where the correction is a little bit less. And then uh, number three on this uh, list of steps to take would be to quantify so that you can really have a, uh, a concrete measure of how things are going and the progress that you're making. Uh, so the old-fashioned way is to do that eye chart test that I talked about. Uh, but Jake has just uh, designed an incredible app for the smartphone called Meow Sure. <laughs> M-E-O-W, like a cat, meow, dash, sure. So go look for that in the app store, Meow Sure. It's free. You download it. And what happens is it gives you a little test where you move your phone screen further and further away until you identify uh, that 
a little bit of blur is occurring. And so you get this baseline measurement of uh, 32 uh, centimeters or whatever it is. And then you can compare, again, after three hours of grinding away on the screen in poor lighting conditions or what have you, and then uh, whip out your app and take a test. And you're going to find that the screen gets blurry at a closer distance and then go get the app out after your three-hour hike in the beautiful sun and uh, gazing at distant objects. And you're going to find that your eyesight is markedly improved. And wow, what a mind blower to realize that um, we have so much power and control over our uh, visual abilities. And Jake contends that if you uh, do this little bit of blur strategy, you can improve by one quarter diopter every three to four months. Doesn't sound like a big deal, does it? But if we talk a year later, if you play this podcast a year later, oh my goodness. I mean, I am at the uh, over the four month mark with uh, ditching my glasses and uh, bringing in a little bit of blur. So if I'm a quarter diopter better, uh, let's see, my prescription is, uh, it's weird. Get ready for this. Right eye is 0.5 and the left eye is 2.5. So uh, I have something called monovision. It was kind of freaking me out when I got my eye test from my wonderful childhood friend, uh, eye doctor, Dr. Brad Elkins in Los Angeles, one of the best eye doctors in the world. And um, I said, man, this is weird. (laughs) Should I be concerned? And he goes, no, no, listen, uh, people pay me large sums of money to get exactly what you have with cataract surgery. Uh, So if you're not familiar, when they put a new lens in, uh, a lot of times they'll choose one eye for uh, accurate distance vision and the other eye for accurate reading. And isn't that fun stuff to uh, look forward to when you do need that surgery when you're uh, in your, most of those are senior citizens that are getting these kind of surgeries. But yes, monovision is a thing. And for me, what it means practically is that my right eye reads up close much better than my left eye. So I have a much bigger correction um, that probably helped me uh, when I uh, took the glasses off, right? So I was maybe relying more upon my right eye, but I was bringing the left eye up to speed. Uh, Now doing so a little more gently with Jake's consultation, where if I'm in sort of uh, lower lighting conditions where my eyesight is worsened, or if it's nighttime, I shouldn't be on the screen at nighttime anyway, right, people? But if it's nighttime, I'll have a much more need for the glasses uh, than, you know, beautiful uh, natural lighting in the daytime where I can see my screen much better naturally. So that is the strategy, is to take these baby steps, bring in a little bit of blur, and uh, continue to sustain this just as a thought. So I'm recording this show because I want you, even if you're not completely convinced to uh, go crazy here, uh, just having that idea in the back of your head that you can improve your vision by challenging your eyes now and then, rather than just accepting these glasses as the rest of your life, uh, this can be uh, really empowering and a cool deal. So back to that prediction of improving by a quarter diopter in three to four months. Uh, if I double my time, uh, then I'm improving a half a diopter in eight months or so. And remember, my right eye prescription is 0.5. So I basically won't need corrective vision in my right eye if I keep going. It's going to be really exciting. I'll report back, of course. Um, 
There's some amazing insights that more on endmyopia.org, Jake's website. Uh, but the visual cortex is even, even has the ability to fix astigmatism. Astigmatism is a misshaping of the lens, uh, commonly happens with aging or, uh, you know, some people have astigmatism at a young age. Uh, but we figure that, you know, the eye doctor will tell you, yes, your lens is misshapen. And so you need these glasses. Uh, end of story. But we have the amazing ability to even uh, overcome uh, astigmatism and see clearly. But when you do these eye tests, wow, you'll be blown away that a hike can improve your vision uh, measurably there. So get some quantification going, whether it's the Meow app or just a simple eye chart on the wall. If you want to uh, learn further, you can go check out endmyopia.org and everything's almost everything's free. There's a ton of free information and you can also go really deep if you uh, want to take a course and, and learn more. Uh, but the, the website's a wonderful resource. There's a Facebook group in Myopia with 18,000 members, people talking through it, fighting this battle together. Um, Jake is really responsive and loves to engage with people. So you can uh, send questions and get a lot of uh, support there. And again, trying to improve at that steady rate of a quarter diopter uh, every few months. Boy, that really starts to add up over time. So to summarize, the goal here is to strive for a little bit of blur. This could be taking the glasses off at times, maybe increasing the zoom size to compensate, uh, getting an alternative pair and switching back and forth. Something where you're challenging your eyes just a bit, taking those baby steps. We don't want to feel like it's too much hassle, too daunting, unsustainable. Same thing with an exercise program, right? When we're talking about building those habits, I talk about my morning routine, starting slowly, committing to a five-minute routine, and then over time, carefully uh, adding on something when you really feel like you're ready and can continue to make that commitment. So those baby steps, and then super important to quantify the whole experience using the Meow app or using the eye chart so you can see the difference in your vision that caused just by daily behaviors rather than by the piece of paper in your drawer that's your prescription, your life sentence with the with the lenses on, right? Okay, and then with the breaks, of course, the short breaks are important and looking at a distant object for 20 seconds is worse than not thinking about it at all. But see if you can uh, manage a way to take a long break of at least 30 minutes to allow those eye muscles to really relax and get out of that spasm so that you can have uh, vision breakthroughs over time. Thank you very much. Go back and listen to the show with Jake Steiner for more information and visit his wonderful website, endmyopia.org. Try it out. What do you think? Send me some comments. Podcast at bradventures.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the show. I love sharing the experience with you and greatly appreciate your support. Please email podcast at bradventures.com with feedback, suggestions, and questions for the Q&A shows. Subscribe to our email list at bradkearns.com for a weekly blast about the published episodes and a wonderful bi-monthly newsletter edition with informative articles and practical tips for all aspects of healthy living. You can also download several awesome free ebooks when you subscribe to the email list.
And if you could go to the trouble to leave a five or five star review with Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the shows, that would be super incredibly awesome. It helps raise the profile of the BRAD podcast and attract new listeners. And did you know that you can share a show with a friend or loved one by just hitting a few buttons in your player and firing off a text message? My awesome podcast player called Overcast allows you to actually record a soundbite excerpt from the episode you're listening to and fire it off with a quick text message. Thank you so much for spreading the word. And remember, be rad.